0: phone check one two what is this you're now listening to a brand new episode of the play big faster podcast look what you didn't started talk to him attorney high performance coach and speaker sheree prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick from starting a business marketing strategies and the ins and outs of their industries we talk everything from book recommendations lifestyle hacks and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business the play big faster podcast starts now let's go
1: Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined tonight by somebody very special. We have Michelle DeKaiser with us tonight. She's the principal at Connecting Mamas, and she has some awesome things that she wants to share with us um, for the stay at home mother community. Hi, Michelle.
2: Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you invited me and I
1: just look forward to speaking to your audience. Well, listen, this is a very unique subset of people that you work with. How did you start working with stay-at-home mothers?
2: Well, it's not just stay-at-home moms, but it's, it's, it's I'm looking more like at the moms who kind of have that elementary age child, right? I feel like there's these stages of motherhood, right? You get those new moms who are just completely in survival mode, figuring out, what's gonna work for them. And then all of a sudden, as the kids, as all of a sudden, like from the baby to the point of like, the kids start to play a little bit by themselves. Right. And then all of a sudden you have them going to school and you get a little bit of time, whether you're staying home or where you're at, it's just the, the, I almost want to say like the mental space that you get once they start entertaining themselves and you're just not on, like you feel it 24 seven, right. When you have the babies and it's like anything they do, you have to jump, jump at it. Right. And so when you get that mental space, All of a sudden you're left with these thoughts, right? So you start wondering, you have these little questions of who am I now? I just went through like this time period where I lost, not necessarily lost something, but it changed. Who I was from before I had these babies to where I am now, there's been this huge shift, but you've been in survival mode or just so running so fast to keep track of the kids and change diapers and do all these things that you didn't ever stop to think and even as as you go through the busy schedules of the activities and stuff you might not stop to think as well but you start to just have these feelings of like restlessness almost what what do i do now like is this it like this is the happily ever after activity after activity schedule after schedule um you're still going out doing things doing all the things you're supposed to do but it just doesn't feel like enough, but then at the same time, you're like, is, is, am I feeling guilty or is that wrong to feel that way? And I, I was telling Sharia before we started, I um, got reminded of um a book called The Feminine Mystique, where this book was written in the 19th. 19... Actually, let me look at the copyright because I think I believe it was the 1960s, but I don't, I don't want to um be incorrect in that since I have the book in front of me, but I can't, of course, find the copyright date when I'm looking for it. But the date is on this page that I can't turn, and the copyright is... The original copyright was, was no, on 19... Of course I can't see it, because it says 1997, but I believe it was er, a lot earlier than that, and so that was probably a redone of it. But anyways, the point is that as moms, as women, we've had this sense, as she words it exactly, I want something more than my husband and my children and my home. But when you have that thought, all of a sudden it's like, is it possible? Or
1: is it wrong to even have this thought? Shouldn't I just be grateful for what I have? That is so deep. I mean, that almost deserves a part two for us coming back (laughs) just to break that down. But Michelle, it's like, there are so many people, mothers out there who may be afraid to even verbalize that
2: now. That's just it. That's the problem is that we, that's why it's a problem that's not named because first of all, we don't know what to say about it. We don't know how to say about it. And what ends up happening when we get the moms together though, is we just, instead of actually talking about what we can do about it or how we feel about it, we're just, all of a sudden we're just in that complaint mode. What my kids are doing wrong, what my husband's not doing for me, or my like what things aren't happening. And so we just sit in this complaint and that's what I felt at least for me being at some of the mom tables where it's like I'm going to the mom support groups I'm doing this but when you get to the table it's like if you don't bring a complaint to the table you kind of almost feel like I have nothing to say and so we go through that like it's okay to do that but then it's not that we don't want to share our struggles it's let's share our struggles but figure out how we can work together to walk through them with each other And that's what I wanted to change and bring was to find a way for the moms to connect in that, yes, life's going to happen to us, but it comes down to how we choose to react or respond to it. And together, when we discuss these things and bring them to the forefront so that we proactively figure out solutions before we have to react, we're then able to respond because we've done the proactive work. And so that's what Connecting Moms is all about, is figuring out that proactiveness
1: to it so that when we're in those situations, we know we can better respond to it. So for all those people who do not know how awesome you are, because I know how awesome you are, before you were a stay-at-home mom, tell us about what you did and how you started Connecting Mamas. Mm-hmm. So i go back to... Um again uh, i mean i went
2: to nyu and i went to do all the things and, and get to that, to that point and i think a lot of us did that when we got to that college like what do we do what What do i do with myself so so it was like oh i took i became an english major not sure why but it was like everyone's like are you gonna teach i'm like no i'm not gonna teach i don't want to teach so what do i end up doing um i end up going to, to i was like i never thought about elementary teaching so i ended up going to get my master's and became an elementary teacher but again it was that thought of what's around me, what are the poss- what do I see as possibilities for an English major? And so it's like, I kind of fell into that. And so when it came to actually doing it, long story short, I actually ended up teaching high school English when I moved back to California and not finding fulfillment in that. Then um, I love traveling so much, which is how I, I, I met my husband. We met we met online and then met in the travel section Barnes and Noble, because we both love to travel. He had saw a picture of me um, Backpacking the Inca Trail. Granted, he didn't know that that had been the one and only backpacking trip up to that point I had done. <laughs> okay. And so that's, he saw that picture and what, what drew him to send me an email and not just a wink. Cause then again, this was back in the day before online dating was even that big. Cause we're talking um, 20 years ago almost now when like it was just starting to emerge a little bit and we had all those e-harmony commercials and everything. But then he, um, um, I love to travel so much that one summer as to put the summer off, I decided I want to go to Nepal and teach Buddhist monks, English. And there's an idea. Okay. <laughs> well, I have the English degree, right? But what you're really teaching the, when you think of Buddhist monks, you're actually teaching, um, the, 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 the kids that are growing up to be the monks. So there are ages from six, all the way up to 18 who are, who are in this group that you were teaching. Um, but when we were talking about that, he's like, well, what if I take the summer off? Cause he's looking at the price of the tickets and stuff. And we travel around the world and get this around the world ticket. I'm like, but I already planned this. So we ended up, um, I countered eventually and said, well, what if we go travel for a year, um, the following school year? Somehow we decided to do that and saved all the money. And we were, the trip was completely planned. We had yet to talk marriage though. And so I said to him, we'd been living together four years at this point or we've been together four years, lived together three years. I was like, I finally just said, we're either going to have this conversation or we're not going. So anyways, we ended up, long story short, we ended up planning a wedding in Australia along the way. And so when we got back, it was diving back into teaching and all that stuff that it was like, you saw so much more of the world and stuff and realized that this isn't where I wanted to be. And as, as I had, um, after having my first child, then it was the point where it's like you start to feel that pressure of um the dynamics of all the administration and all the politics that come with a lot of jobs and and i'm sure a lot of have been right whatever job you're in all about politics and, and you know the you know all the gossip and everything you're teaching high school but living in high school right <laughs> and then it was like okay well it's time to like make a move and so he actually a job opening here in wisconsin which is where we're here now which then led me to be a stay-at-home mom when we moved here since I didn't have a job. And then I ended up going to teach an MPS for all of, I got a job mid-year after my second child and just worked for about six, from January to June, and then decided with daycare and stuff that I really was doing it to see if I could get back to work, but we wasn't worth it. And I didn't want to do it um, anymore. And then as I stayed at home though, after this process and, and, and in, i mean enjoying doing the play dates and all that stuff but again like i said once those pockets of time start coming up i was like now what all of a sudden i felt like i was in a fog i was a little bit lost and it was actually my son's third grade teacher who had become friends with on facebook had posted that she did a program called the 75 heart i was like what is this no idea i kind of looked it up i just saw her post looked up and it was like you just did this routine for 75 days two outdoor workouts i mean two workouts, one has to be outdoors, you change your diet, you stick to a diet, you don't drink, you take a picture, you do all these things. You even have um, non reading. If you fail any of, if you don't do one of those things on one of those days, you go back to day one. And for me at that point in my life was I needed that regiment, um, to make it through to actually do that because it was the first time I actually sucked anything. I mean, I had tried, you know, a 21 day fix or these and I lasted all three days. This was the first thing for me that I finally stuck to. And I went from I ended up doing the full year, which was three more phases and more things in it. But from it, I ended up losing 45 pounds. I ended up but the most important thing was I changed my mindset and started down this personal development route, which I'd always scoffed at. I said, personal development who needs personal development books. And and I think I was like, what is this all about? And by finally starting to get curious and question, and I realized, well, if I was so closed off, if I needed to get reawakened and, and figure out how this, I couldn't be the only one who wants more, who wants to figure this out, who, and what I learned along the way was the best way to figure it out was when you had support and the other people like-minded people around you, people who are doing just a little bit above you, like coaches and mentors and something that you could, once you saw the possibilities then you could achieve them and that's what then i i realized and so i was like my thought for connecting moms is i want other moms to be able to actually enjoy the time with their kids and not feel just that is there anything more but to figure out how to get that more and have that with our families and we keep saying well there's a balance between the two the word balance just seems way off because if you're balancing something, there's pressure on both sides and there's always pressure because you're balancing it. So when we look at it, there's a dance between the two more because sometimes you're going to give more to your family, but then sometimes you might give more to your passions or yourself, but you're still so you're flowing through it rather than thinking there has to be an equal amount because honestly, nothing's really equal. It's your intention behind what you're doing and figuring that out. But when you try to do it by yourself, you put so much more pressure on yourself. And and honestly, I mean, which is why I still have mentors and guides, because you can't do it for yourself. You definitely can't. No, you, you can't see the outside of it. Like I can, t- I can like say, this is what I need to do with organize Doesn't mean I'm not going to do it, but I can see that from another person and be able to help guide them and give them the accountability to do that. But then I also need, um, you know, on my end as well from someone else, and so I think that's what the beauty of coaching and just coming together um, is all about: is having that person and having that outside, non-judgmental view. Because a lot of people, I think, are scared of any of this sort of stuff. Because they're like, "Well, I'm so horrible." They're just gonna think that I'm 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 hopeless. There's no way they can help me. Like, I wouldn't want anyone coming. But we all feel that way. And that's that's where I wanted to get to, was to help other moms realize that you aren't alone. As soon as you decide that you want more, as soon as you realize that, you're ready to find it. Whoever it is that, that will help guide you. Just looking for someone that's been down there a little bit. And it's so much easier when you go to another person versus just necessarily picking up a book. I mean, yes, you're gonna need books and the resources, but for women, we need to talk these things out we need to be acknowledged we need to be witnessed because we otherwise they just circle and circle and circle and circle in our heads and we don't get them out but when we are witnessed, we realize that we're not alone and we're validated because each one of them each one of us has such great gifts we just might not see in
1: ourselves and we need others help bring that out of it. Oh my gosh, that's so important. And I love the mission for Connecting Mamas, igniting mama's passions by growing through grace and connection. What does it look like to work with you in Connecting Mamas? Like, is that a weekly commitment? Is it like, what is the community like?
2: <clears throat> well, it's actually, I'm just um, revamping it in terms of like, for a long time, I, I was so for in my head, so in my own like limitations, I was kind of stuck on this idea of a group session, because I really love bringing moms together to connect and to do that. But I actually started doing some one on one sessions. And I didn't see realize how powerful those could be as well. So it's almost up to what the moms need and where they're at. And and even doing the one on ones, I still want to add that group element at points. But I know some people just need to start where they're at. So there's different alternatives but basically it's, it's more coming to the idea that it's 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 almost what i'm trying to get at is is it, it's that unknown right it's that what with connecting mom it's more about the experience of it it's like we think well okay i'm gonna how is this going to work well for instance the one-on-one session i had today was more just about seeing where she's at and then guiding her through her own thoughts to see what she needs. And so it was all just self-directed based on the questions that I was asking her. But then when you get into the group dynamics, usually there's the theme that goes with it, but then you're hearing what others are experiencing as well. And then that's powerful in that aspect that you see. And part of, part of when I do what I call the women's circle format is that you're not allowed, not, I don't like the word allowed, but we don't, comment on each other in terms that you're just learning that listening and really validating each other because you're being witnessed and you, but you can see the nods and you can see people like give hearts to what they're saying because we're not alone in this but when we don't reach out to other moms and other women we feel that aloneness and again it's that problem that we can't name is that we want that more but how do we get it and for women honestly it's true community but it's picking the community that's right for you and the community is gonna uplift you and make you feel alive and not dread getting up in the morning, but to feel like I have purpose. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I know at least where I'm going. I, m- I might not have that spot yet, but, but I have a direction. And it's finding that direction. And I, I just hear so many moms say it like, I have no idea what I wanna do. I, I don't know, I, I don't know. And we can say that till we're blue in the face unless you decide. That you want to figure it out and then when you want to figure it out we, we let's be honest we're moms we don't have a lot of time i'm not going to be unrealistic about that and so what is the best quickest way to get some purpose and to figure that out well it's going with people who've been doing that already who have figured out the tools to help you unlock yourself and to figure that out um, Again, it's not gonna be an overnight process, but each session, whether it's group or, or individual, it's an hour. And so we're talking about an hour a week with some thought work afterwards, but it's it's a process for you to start to say yes to yourself and say, yes, I do actually deserve more. I will be more. And when I am more, my family is actually gonna benefit more from it. And that's the hard concept because even becoming an entrepreneur, or doing this I still have those doubts, like, what am I taking away from my family? But you gotta twist it and say, what am I giving my family by doing this? For instance, um, my son, um, my 12 year old, has become a little entrepreneur himself this summer. Kudos, okay, tell me me a little bit more about that. So um, part of, um, we discovered that he loves to cook, and so I had um, even got him his own domain and stuff, but we were, he was in middle school. And so we would have an hour at times after school before the girls got home. And so at times I would try to do a little bit with him. And one day we were, he wanted to do this memory thing. And I was getting the point like, okay, this is way above your head. It's sometimes above my head. And I don't want to explain it all the time. Like, when are you you to be bored with it? But I'm going to do it till you're done. And then finally he said, okay, I've had enough. And last summer, not this summer, but last summer there was, I should probably look up the summers as well, but um, there was a kid's summit for kids on and, one, and part of it was entrepreneurship. And so there was a session on there about how to grow your own microgreens and sell them. Sprouts and microgreens. And he saw this one video, 45 minute video, and stopped working with me after school. He spent that hour researching microgreens, looking how to grow, what beans he wants. So I'm actually going to say this is the first time I was able to hold something over. It was this was today. I was able to hold over his head. He wanted me to order more um, seeds from Amazon to to grow. I got him to clean his room. I said I would order them until I could walk into his room and his desk.
1: He did it. That's what I'm talking about. Incentive. You you have incentivized him. Yes.
2: He was like I could not believe him. I I was I was getting ready. Um, my husband got up for the first time when we were, right before we got on and I could hear him say, oh, what happened in here? <laughs> I can actually walk in here. And I think that's what it comes down to is trying to find the things that inspire them and then feeding off of that. I mean, actually him and my husband are also doing a garden in the back. Um, I'm hands off. I'm not I'm not the gardening person, but um, some of the people I work with, he took a class from our homeschooling from gardening grandma, who's someone I work with. You find the people that can support them. So it's not that you have to do it all you just have to find the support for it i don't touch the garden <laughs> he goes and weeds it himself now he does it um last week because i didn't realize this but he wanted to work on his merit badges for our scout so he actually found a website meal plan the entire week and cooked four dinners and two lunches
1: maybe we can trade sons my son cooks but yeah meal meal planning and prepping we're not there yet so we're working on it
2: again i, I feel like it's it's inspiring that self-motivation in them. And it, it took, it took forever. Cause my, my husband spent a lot more time in the kitchen with him than I did. Um, but it actually inspires his sister as well. So his sister will make some of the meals or, or get things ready. And she's inspired to write stories. So she's working on her evil pumpkin stories and has been incentivized by my husband to, um, if, if she can publish her story and sell 5,000 copies, of the story
1: once she publishes it he says she can have a dog <laughs> okay so do we have any criteria for the dog Are we talk about a big dog a small dog
2: <laughs> i don't even know if there's criteria for a dog she just wants a dog but this is how she ended up getting we ended up getting cats for her seventh birthday it was actually her golden birthday but um it was during covet and i had been trying to get cats or something um i wanted something um in the house because i always loved cats um and so she picked out a cat for her birthday. And then we actually ended up having to drive to, from Wisconsin to Seattle. My father was um, not doing well with cancer and we didn't want to fly. And so the cat ended up staying with the foster um, person that we got her from. And I wanted two cats that actually got along. So there was a black cat there um, when he stayed for the two weeks and they were just like booze and buddies. And my husband was really mad, but I ended up bringing that cat home too. And so Shadow and Pumpkin, are her key story, key players in her stories. <laughs> and so they've been the best of buddies um, ever since. And so, I, cause every time when I was growing up, I always had two cats, but they they always came at different points. They always fought.
1: So I've always wanted two cats that got along. Wow. You are the gift that keeps giving. So <laughs> speaking of gifts, um, I did notice that Connecting Mamas does have a free gift that they, they give people on the website. Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Well, actually, um, I believe, I believe you can put the link for this, but there's actually two gifts then, because I gave you a link specifically for my old freebie, which was a mini course. Cause I don't like giving that one out. Um, and actually I think that might be the bump offer on the free gift that's on my website. So you guys, if you're listening, we'll get, can get both for free. <laughs> so the one on the website, which is just on connectingmamas.com are, is for 10 ways for busy mamas to take back their mornings, right? Because we, as moms keep thinking that we have to do all these things, right? It's always all these things, but really what it comes back to is intention. And so you hear the baby crying, right? And you jump out of bed. Well, before you jump out of bed, what if you just stop and take two deep breaths just to center yourself before going to the baby? 15 seconds. It's not going to make much difference getting to the baby for the most part. And you're able to respond better. Just, that so that's and and again it's just techniques because we all do things a little bit differently some people do like to journal some people like to meditate some people and so it's the ideas of of how to do it and just do it first thing even if it's just for one minute because it's that intention that you're setting for yourself by you taking charge of your day and so it goes through walking through of just how to figure out which one's going to work for you and do that for a week and then if it's not working then just switch that the second um freebie that i've giving you the link for is my old mini course, which I believe is the bump offer on that. So make sure you click both links and and get the freebie as well. But it's a mini check-in course. So check-in is my framework. So we've got curiosity, honesty, expectations, connection, keep listening, intentional now. And so it's uh, each one of them has like a three to five minute video and an activity so you can go through each letter in about 15 minutes. So I like to, to do things in smaller chunks. I've actually learned from Purpose Driven Mom how we can do things in 15 minute increments. And as busy moms, we, it takes off that pressure that if we just do a little bit, we're still moving forward rather than saying, I don't have time at all. So when we break things down into smaller chunks, that's what it's really all about and fitting it into where it works for us and, and taking control back and saying, I can get a little bit done and still move myself forward rather than saying, oh, I have no time whatsoever. So we're, we're working with that idea and it's really just that perspective shift in, in realizing, but it's easier said than done, as we all know, which is where the community aspect and the coaching aspect come into play, because that's where we really make those shifts because we need to talk it through. We need to get perspective and that outside voice to help us see what is our next step towards that vision that we want. And, and a lot of us don't have that vision, So it starts with creating that vision first, that baseline, where am I and where do I want to go? And As moms, we haven't thought about it, we don't have time, but if you take that intention and make it, then all of a sudden you have the time, you have that picture, and then you're slowly working the steps to make it towards that person you know you're meant to be, that purpose behind you, which we're all driven to want a little bit more, to leave a little bit behind us, to make this world better than we found it. We want to make it better for our kids. But when we come together as women, that's how we do it is by supporting each other in grace.
1: Well Michelle, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. You have dropped so many gems for us. And so I'm going to the website and getting both of my freebies. How about that? And I'm going to also make sure that they are going to be um, in the description for this podcast. So anyone who's listening can go and take advantage of these great offers. offers. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Just remember though, um, those of you listening, the free mini course will just be in the description of this podcast because it's the be the bump offer on the freebie so i don't want you to think that i wasn't giving it to you for free just make sure you get it from the actual description on sherry's sherry's page and one thing i just want to leave you with is a little bit about connecting in terms of let's make more connection and be intentional about it so one thing i like to say is so when you see someone walk by and you like their hat or or you just their smile or something let's get those compliments out of our heads and make someone's day i've been Just the more you do it, you don't know where that connection will lead. I met a friend that way that I walk with every day now because I did it. Um, Just when you're traveling, it just changes your perspective by just making someone else smile. You have a minute or two conversation with some people, but it just, it opens you up to more connection. It's all about the connection. So keep connecting everyone. And thank you so much for having me on today.
0: (laughs) And until next time, play big faster. Do you want to start your own business? Confused about where to begin? Not sure if you can do this? I'm glad you made your way here. Cut through the confusion. I invite you to join in on the five-day Play Big Faster Challenge. You'll get step-by-step guidance on how to start and scale your dream business faster. Five days perfectly structured. Build the business you've always dreamed of without spending tons of money and hiring consultants or a lot of staff. Join the challenge today at www.playbigfaster.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.